Kjøtte Tartøk. Tøtoko Fatani. This is the podcast that's coming at you every week. Make sure you tune in and listen. Yeah. When you're in a dark place, when you're in a dark place and feeling all alone like you don't exist, that is when we share space and talk to each other, man, because we're brothers. We get together, break bread, and converse. Fuck Farangatala, heal trauma, pain, and hurt, cuz it'd be good, that's what matters to us. For real, that's the truth for my brothers I trust. Tokutoko Fatani, T40. For us, by us. So you were in a coma from day one to day eight, and then you slowly came out. Slowly, yeah. And you didn't really know the impact? Not at of, all. Of I couldn't even in. move. Ah. You know, so I'm, I'm awake, and all I wanted was for someone to scratch my nose. Ah. My nose, I remember my nose was so itchy, but I couldn't even lift my hands or talk because I had tubes and stuff ah, yeah. ah. down my throat and a feeding tube through my nose. Um, wow. I was on dialysis. Yeah. Um, I'll post up some pictures so that people can see. Yeah. I was all types of messed up. The head. ICU is such a wonderful place. The nurses here are so wonderful. You're under constant surveillance, mm. constant um, care for 24 hours. Nurses do 12-hour shifts. Ah. Oh, that's why. Man. Um, so whilst in ICU, I think I went through about operations. I had 15 to 17 operations all up. Wow. Um, but whilst in ICU, I think I had about four or five. Yeah. Then the rest were at Hutt Hospital. Well, all those operations to do, trying to get rid of the the bike or? Debriding, because the necrotizing fasciitis had hit me hard up. And I've got this um, wound on my hip. Yeah, thanks for showing me. Yeah, that there. Oh, <laughs> I should have given you a warning. Brother, this here, check this out. And so that was about that big, quite big. Wow, so that's the size of a, what? Um, what size would that be? Size of, like a... Like a small, um, a net, would it be like a football? No, like a football. See, no, about, no, about your Yeah. Size of a man's hand, yeah. So I had two of those, so I did there and one just down my groin. Oh man, when I woke up And you had a, you didn't know what I didn't know what was going on, but I checked myself to make sure that all my bits and pieces were there. Yeah. Looked at my feet, hands, yeah. and then when I could lift it, I lifted the blanket to make oh, to my. check that I was still there, I was still yeah. there. I was like, Oh my gosh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I didn't have any bits missing. But um but when I saw the wounds that they had been operating on and debriding because they had to take out all the dead flesh. Yeah, crikey. And the wound on my hip was about three centimetres deep. There were there was a gaping hole where you could, like, see bone, see my yeah. thigh bone. Oh, my. And, like, even now, you can... You can feel the bone. You can feel the bone. It's, like, right there, just below the surface. <clears throat> And um, so eventually they did skin grafts and covered that, and it's looking really good now. This one on my hand, where they wow. went to put an IV line in, yeah. but they messed it up. Because my body started dying. Oh. So I went through organ failure. Yeah. Um, the only thing, so everything shut down, 
and they were doing what they could to keep me alive and then bits and parts, parts of me started dying, i.e. So organ failure was on day one? Day one. When you went into surgery and they're like, oh heck. Apparently I think it might have been the day before I came into surgery. Oh. I think whilst I was here at home, my kidneys shut down, went to renal failure. Yeah. Um, they said if I just stayed home an extra day, I probably you would have died at home. Yeah, exactly. Far out. A, a bit extreme, a bit dramatic on my behalf. Uh, yeah. Um, I also lost about 20 kgs, but mm. I don't suggest um, going through sepsis to lose, <laughs> to lose weight. weight. I, I'm pretty sure there are other better ways to lose weight than... Oh, I'm sure, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, yeah, did that, and then day 10 in ICU, they transferred me out to Hutt Hospital. The first night there was the worst because I was going through delirium. Delirium is like you're in a state of I don't know what. You don't know what's up, what's down. It's like you're in limbo. Yeah. I didn't understand where I was, why I was there. So they took you out of ICU in Wellington because you were kind of like in a better state to be brought out in the home. Yeah. That's a miracle, like 10 days. 10 days is a long stay. When they told your wife or your fiancé back then that you called your whanau because you're going to more likely not make it and then after day 10 it's like well actually <laughs> actually you're, you're doing it right yeah. I, I still wasn't out of the woods but yet. yeah yeah but um I, I wasn't in didn't warrant me being in ICU yeah wow came out to Hutt Hospital and Hutt Hospital they, they were so great went to the GSG ward which is general surgery and the first night man I kept those nurses up all night just delirium. Delirium. Didn't know where I was. I wanted my... Oh. I wanted pepper there. I wanted to go home. I thought I could walk. Oh, no. I couldn't walk. <laughs> and you were on morphine and other drugs. Oh, I was on everything. everything. Um, oh, yeah, in, in, in ICU, like I was saying, I was on dialysis. Yeah. I was. They had all these machines around me. Mm. And I was. They were giving me the strongest drugs that they could to ensure that I survived. Um, drugs that you, they use in chemotherapy. Oh. All these bits and pieces. Yeah. But whilst I was in there, I discovered that I'm allergic to tramadol. Oh. Pain relief, right? Yeah. They're pumping me up with that. Oh, no. Next minute, I started seeing spiders crawling across the room. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't sleep because I don't want any spiders to go in my mouth. <laughs> Pepper's sitting beside me talking to me. I'm like, look at that. She's like, what's that? She's like, look at those spiders, babe. Man, they're massive. And she's like, what? Man, that'll be like a horror movie for it me. It was. I hate spiders. I'm looking in amongst all the machines and stuff beside me. I'm like, oh, spider look, theory. there's spiders and slugs. <laughs> so then definitely Pepper had a word to the doctors and said, what, what pain relief is he on? They're like, oh, we've just given him a tremor. She's like, mm, mm. don't give him that. Oh, funny. So, so anyway, fast forward to Hutt Hospital, and that first night was terrible for everybody involved. I, I apologised to the nurses. I apologised <laughs> to the patients that were in the same room. So you had an air tremadol in Wellington. They just gave you tremadol here in the hut, and that's when they found Wellington. So when I was in ICU, but then they sussed it out, and then oh. they started giving me fentanyl. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a hell of a drug. Yeah, it is, eh? 
um, and yeah, that's what, what they were feeding me out here just for pain relief. Yeah. I was in so much pain. Um, I'll never forget it. And wow. ideally, oh, when I was in ICU, all I wanted was a drink of water. Oh, yeah. I was being hydrated, I was on a drip and stuff like yeah. that, but just to physically oh. drink water. So I told them that I was hot. So they gave me a yeah. flannel, wet a flannel and put it over my head. Yeah. Unbeknownst to them, I was actually sucking the water out of the oh, towel. Funny. Just to be yeah. able to have that sensation of water going down oh. my throat. And yet so you're hydrated. You're like. Yeah. I was fine. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, across the way from my room, there was sort of like this bench, and on the bench for the staff were drinks. So I'm thirsty as I'm, I'm feeling. I'm so parched. I was like feeling like I must. Felt like I was in a desert, yeah. And the oasis was just there, yeah. out, out of arm's reach. Oh, that's frustrating, yeah. And all I wanted was a drink. All I wanted actually was sparkling juet. Oh yeah. Um, the the yellow drink. I like those, yeah. Oh man, I was hanging out for that yeah. so much. It wasn't until I got to Hutt Hospital, like a week later, that I finally got some. Yeah. And just that first sip, because I could only sip, couldn't really scold yeah. back then. Um, it was so delicious. It was the best thing I'd ever tasted in my life. Um, so I had to, to learn how to grab stuff. I couldn't move any of my limbs. So I had to learn to yeah. wow. walk again. I had to learn to talk. Everything I had to relearn. Um, took me three days to learn how to sip from through a straw. Wow. Pepper, my, my fiance at that time, had to hold my lips around the straw just oh, so wow. that I could yeah. suck fluid out yeah. from a bottle. Oh my gosh. And then eating because my tongue went black and died. Um, part of my tongue fell off and then there was it a fell off. Fell off what, how, like harder. Alright, so my wife, when you got us to feed, I wanted a fillet of fish. Yeah. The front of my tongue, right here. Yeah. Right there. The yeah. indentation there. Yeah. It was black. So I was eating a fillet of fish, finished yeah. the fillet of fish. Then I was talking and she goes, hey, that part of your tongue is missing. Oh my. Did you eat it? I think I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Well, it was a it fell off. No. No, of course, because I was dead. Dead. Like, oh, my. And you didn't even know that it was... You didn't feel any sensation. Felt like fish. Oh. Tasted like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Can laugh about it now. Yeah, of course, but... Kia ora tato. Tautoko Fatani. It's the podcast that's coming at you every week. Make sure you tune in and listen. Yeah. When you're in a dark place, when you're in a dark place And feeling all alone like you don't exist That is when we share space And so to each other, man, because we're brothers We get together, break bread and converse Fuck whanangatala, heal trauma, pain and hurt Cause it be good, that's what matters to us For real, that's the truth of my brothers I trust Tautoko Fatani, T4T For us, by us